Hi, my name is Marek and welcome to the Discover You podcast, offering safe and effective fitness solutions. So if you're ready to discover your strength, achieve your prime and sustain your lifestyle, then this is the podcast for you. What is up guys, Marek here from discoveryou.today and today we are going to talk about reverse dieting. So I've had a couple of times where clients reach a bit of a plateau, you know, how many calories can you cut? You get to a level and it gets to a point where it's so restrictive, it's really not going to be too enjoyable and you're just going to want to throw it all away and start again. Which is generally where this yo-yo dieting term comes from. Uh, People get to a point, uh, they feel they're not making any progress, they've restricted as much as they want to restrict really i mean what once you get to like 1200 calories a day you know i mean what's what's the point really really what's the point so we're going to look at a technique that has proven quite successful amongst uh, some people not all people basically it includes the incorporation of incremental amounts of extra calories uh, as you progress just to kickstart your metabolism again, let your body realize that it's not on a desert island starving itself, so it's having to restrict and slow down your metabolism so it uses the fuel it does have most efficiently and generally just help you feel a lot better about yourself and a lot more positive, I guess, about your progress, more energy, etc. And ultimately having you maintain your fat loss goals while maintaining that muscle mass. So let's get into it. So reverse dieting is a term that comes from uh, yeah bodybuilders predominantly. They put a lot of effort in, a lot of consistency, and yeah, a lot of restrictiveness to get the bodies they want when they go on stage. That it gets to a point that you know they are feeling a bit not malnourished, but you know the the temptation and their appetite you know gets to a state where they can't maintain such a low calorie deficit and such a militant diet you know for the foreseeable future after their competition obviously they want to still regain some of their physique so the alternate is reverse dieting you're strategically increasing your daily food intake in an effort to raise your metabolism while maintaining some form of body composition so when you reduce your calories your body size shrinks and your metabolism eventually slows obviously the smaller mass you have uh, the less calories your your body needs to function and the less energy it needs to burn to kind of maintain uh, that basal metabolic rate, which is the rate at which your body produces energy, uh, just not, re- not doing anything really, just to function on a day-to-day basis. So we've all heard of the simple equation, you know, calories in versus calories out, i.e. when you eat more energy than you burn, you gain weight, and when you eat less energy than you burn, you lose weight. A fairly simple equation, but as with most of equations, there are quite a few factors that uh, can be overlooked. Things like uh, the rate at which your body absorbs food, stress, genetics, metabolic adaptation, to name a few, are really important to be considered. Also, factors that influence your energy in include your appetite, uh, food that's being consumed, uh, how dense it is in it is in energy. Uh, the calories that are being absorbed based on your age, how the food is prepared, psychological factors such as stress levels, self-esteem, sleep quality. As you can see, you know, there's a lot to be considered there. And one of the big things is, you know, people generally are just guessing what's going on with their calories because even unless you're taking it into a lab, you're not going to know the exact energy output that those foods are giving to you. Uh, labels generally just have to be within a 20% margin either way. 
to make it onto the packaging. So the factors that influence your energy out include the, the energy that's burnt at rest, what we called your BMR earlier, as well as the energy burnt through exercise. And all of these can be influenced by your body type, the intensity of the exercise, duration, frequency, the environment, you know, a lot of things, uh, how well rested you are, your age, and generally your overall health quality. So when I mentioned metabolic adaptation earlier, I know it's a bit of a too long word strung together, crazy, but really quite simple in terms of how your body responds to the energy that it's being provided with on a daily basis. An example of this is when your body eats less, it instinctively starts preparing for famine. It doesn't know where you are, you know, for all it knows you've been plumped on a desert island and you're restricted, you've got no food, you've got no energy coming in. So it tries to allow your body to function in the most effective way possible. So the way it does this, you know, really clever, you know, as far as a biological standpoint, but not too good if you're trying to lose those last couple of inches. Uh, but basically your basal metabolic rate declines, as we said, the amount of energy you need when you're resting and just to function your organs uh, is reduced greatly. Also exercise becomes more difficult because you have less available energy. Uh, if you've ever tried to do anything like an intense workout on a low calorie diet, you know what I'm talking about. So you're less likely to burn fewer calories through that activity. And when you do exercise, uh, you're using less fuel because your body's smaller and your metabolism has adapted to make it more efficient, which ultimately reduces the number of calories you're burning through movements. And that translates as well to all your NEAT or your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Uh, so NEAT for short, and that's things just like fidgeting, pacing around, uh, yeah, just generally things that you do on a day-to-day -day basis that isn't really exercise, just more motions of the body, like standing up for long periods of time, etc. And finally, so your body can absorb as many nutrients as possible, your digestion slows down. So again, another response that your body adapts to, to ensure that it's making the most out of every single bit of energy that it's got to play with. So to summarize all of that up, uh, let's say if you've got two people both weighing 60 kilograms, one has always been that weight and one has dieted to get down to that weight. The person who dieted down will generally need fewer calories per day, uh, just even though they're the same weight, just because of the process of that metabolic adaptation and how the body is going to react based on the historic calorie input. So reverse dieting on the opposite end of the spectrum. The idea being that when done properly, reverse dieting provides you know, several metabolic benefits. Your basal metabolic rate will rise, resulting in more energy that you're outputting. Your workout capacity increases, obviously you'll have more energy, and your needs will also increase for the same reason. Also, your digestion will turn to normal because you're not trying to squeeze every last bit of substance out uh, due to decreasing energy levels. So if you are going to reverse diet, it has to be really, really small. A lot of times this is mainly the problem because only people are really tracking their calories uh, with a calculator or even their macros have the ability to obviously just track 100 or 200 extra calories a day. Because as you're doing that, you're going to be stepping on the scales, you're going to see how you feel. And again, if you feel you can take it a bit further, if you haven't put any weight up, then you put up a fraction more. So it's not like uh, reverse dieting, you know, is pulling the rug under the whole calories in versus calorie out equation. 
basically with reverse dieting what you can be doing is producing more energy into your body uh, it's going to increase your metabolism and essentially give you more energy to output so the equation very much stays the same it's just catering your metabolism to have the desired effect so as with most diet regimes or thoughts of practice there aren't any guarantees actually researchers have brought 16 normal weight people into a lab for eight weeks and serve them all an extra thousand calories a day and the weight gain varied dramatically some only gained maybe a pound in that time but others gained up to 10. another factor to take into account is age uh, age affects our ability to adapt naturally our metabolism declines with age so unless you're strength training consistently you could be losing five to ten pounds of uh, active muscle per decade when you start getting to 25 to 30 years old. And that continues in a pretty standard fashion as you get a little bit older. So the same reverse dieting protocol for a 20 year old isn't gonna work in the same way as it would for someone who's 40 or 65. Also, as we alluded to earlier, uh, you have to be pretty sure about what calories you're eating. I mean, generally at the best of times, calorie counting can be imprecise and because the margin of increments is so minor with reverse dieting it's important that a you're consistent but b you're eating roughly the same amount of food every day measuring your food intake and adjusting your physical activity depending on your goals so a lot of different factors to take into consideration and really just a dieting regime for those who have hit the bottom end of their calorie deficit and just don't know where to go and also before you start reverse dieting you know make sure that your calorie intake is what it says it is quite often people feel that uh, they're not losing weight on 1200 calories because they're not necessarily eating 1200 calories they're eating a, a bit more you know going extra on the weekends having those glasses of wine things that peak you know during social situations but then Although they're good and eating healthy during the week, they generally level out to maintenance level, which is why they're not seeing any results. So just make sure you've got that in, in tune and that everything you know is at the point where you feel, right, it's time to step it up a bit. And make sure you're monitoring your progress and adjusting it as needed. You know, Weigh yourself regularly and consistently. Uh, measure your waist and hips, progress photos, uh, gauge your performance, you know, whether it be your energy levels in the gym, your heart rate monitoring, uh, track your hunger and any digestive systems, just to make sure everything's ticking along. Some people find that they can increase their intake every week without gaining much fat. Others might need to spread it out over a longer period of time. Increasing every two to four weeks is a solid guideline for most people though. So if you started your reverse diet, some of the signs that you should see that you should continue, uh, that you haven't gained much fat uh, and you don't mind the amount that you've actually gained, you feel interested in eating more than you are currently, and you've been reverse dieting less time than you were in a calorie deficit. So if you still have that you know, hunger, uh, yeah, carry on, you know, start creeping up till you get to a level that you want, as long as that fat is remaining off. And on the other side of the coin, uh, the time to stop your reverse diet is when you've gained more fat than you feel comfortable gaining. Uh, you don't feel that interested in food anymore. You, know, you don't want to get to the point where you're overeating a nice healthy level and you have been reverse dieting longer than you were in a calorie deficit. 
And there you have it, reverse dieting in a nutshell. So if it suits you, you feel like you're at the tail end of how much you want to cut, don't be afraid. You don't have to cut till you're in like, you know, triple digits. Uh, start creeping your way back up. But again, you've got to be on top of monitoring those changes just to make sure that you don't creep back into uh, yeah that fatty territory of where you don't want to be. Uh, as always, any questions, just give us a shout. Check out the website, www.discoveryou.today. Uh, and yeah, I look forward to you guys listening to me next time. Any feedback, always recommended. Give us a shout and have a great day. Bye-bye. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you want to learn any more information, then feel free to check out the website, the Instagram and the Facebook pages all at discoveryou.today.